resources on as well. Yep. Keep going. We're good. Yep, we good. One more time. Because you've yet to manage to nail this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at it on Audacity, it looks fine. And I checked cool, the, the start of the episode. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Broken Home, the only podcast where being broke ain't all bad. Welcome back again. We have once again back in uh in the show our Taiwan correspondent. Mobes, you're back in. How you doing, mate? Pretty good, pretty good. Back Ugh, in Taiwan that's... from uh, a trip to LA. That was pretty cool. Oh, mate, we'll get to that. We'll get All to right. that. That's half the reason I brought you in here today. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking forward to chatting we're about just it. Saying, uh, yeah, yeah, but we were just saying before the app that uh, I'm particularly hungover. You're a little dusty yourself, and I just and genuinely don't think we've done one of these episodes yet where both of us have been like... No. Up and energetic for a fucking Sunday morning. Dude, I don't think I've been <laughs> energetic for the, like the last 10 years. Like the oh, other yeah, day, I was you can still be like not energetic, but like spirited for the Sunday morning. You're like, yeah, yeah I've got shit to do. Yeah. I get that every now and again. I was also meant to call a guy Usually. midday, and I just like <laughs> just did not, just did not. <laughs> Good job running that business there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Well, to be good. fair, here I think it does happen a little more often because I have a yard. Oh yeah. Having a backyard and it's like, you know, sun's out, you're like, okay, I can do things in the yard today. And that'll usually drive you on your Sunday morning. Dude, you're salting, you're in like, salting an open wound here. I've got no... Oh, I know, just, mate. I'm just throwing no in there. No green space whatsoever. Wasn't mean to th- particularly throw shade, but it, mm. it it is one of those things that always, like, blows my mind in terms of, like, you could get an apartment or a house a bit further out from the city with your yard. Yeah. I just never have seen the appeal of going the apartment option. Have you tried it? I I thought that for the longest time too, and then now I'm like a convert. <clears throat> now, nah, man, me and John lived in that apartment for oh, a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But Did that, you hear I think, the neighbors? Do... A little bit. They didn't make much noise for it to be a problem. So it wasn't so much that, but in that house, when we were living there, uh, apartment rather. Once the sun tip, like once it passed midday, the sun would start to hit our side of the building. Oh yeah, and there was just nothing stopping. Like there was nothing in between the sun and our building for the entire rest of the day. Right, and all of the outside were like black windows, and it was just like they'd put in like a you know those like glazed window things to sort of keep the heat from inside, mm-hmm. which it kind of did, but. There was this like radius of about a foot and a half away from the windows and away from that door mm. where the heat that was hitting the windows would just be radiating. Oh, yeah. So there was just like this fucking heat bubble around all the glass that was just insane. And that was the only place to smoke. So if you wanted to have like a cigarette, you'd have to just go out and just yeah, I do remember cop this fucking... That balcony. Yeah. The, the little sauna. Oh, fucking nightmare. Because there's no overhang anything, nothing to give you shade. Right. And just all the sun is reflecting off that. I think it might be a bit better these days for them. I've been back there, uh, like just cruising past, and I think there's now other buildings that have gone in there. Oh yeah. So weirdly, 
it's like, oh, great, my view's gone. Is mm. actually a good thing for that apartment. But <laughs> it just sort of uh, sums up how fucked the entire setup of that place was. Right, right. I, I Basically, that- all I really wanted from an apartment yeah. is be... I just want an intercom system. <laughs> Why? Well, that's all it is. It's like, because the only thing that appealed to me in the apartment is like someone to rock up in your house. You go, yeah, who's there? And they go, oh, it's me. And you just press a button and they can get themselves in. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anything apart from that, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. What was it An say, elevator uh, has lost its appeal by this point. Right, right, right. The, the living in an apartment, it's <laughs> a lot better when there's actually like shit around the apartment. Like, I mean, outside, nearby. Mm-hmm walkable um i feel like that yeah is a bit rough in melbourne like i remember your place there you still had to take the tram to get like goddamn anywhere and um, pretty much it had like the setup of uh like that one block to the right there's like the one cafe uh fried and tasty <laughs> like the fucking fried chicken place and then like one of those little express igas it's oh, yeah. like anything apart from that you've still got to fucking head a mission in somewhere but from your setup like literally we'll be playing games and shit online and you'll just duck downstairs for an individual beer yeah. dude i got a 7-eleven <laughs> like attached to this building exactly like yeah. that i think you're right if you've got that level of convenience actually attached mm. to the apartment then fine in fact it's too yeah, convenient just... like literally too accessible <laughs> to get a beer 24 7 it's problematic Nah, man, but if you think about our situation here, I go, oh, well, I don't want to keep coming down here for every beer. Mm. I'll just buy an entire slab and have it in my house. I'm sure I'll just have the one that I felt like. Hear that? You know what I mean? You're, just, <laughs> you're setting a different trap for yourself if you've got to buy the bulk purchases. Right, right, right. I've never eaten so many M&Ms as when you go to fucking Costco and you think you've got an infinite amount living in your house now. you got a Costco giant M&Ms? Dude... I went to Costco for the first time the other day and got my Over membership. in Taiwan or yeah, like yeah, in, in the US? No, no, in Taiwan. Okay, right, right. And yeah, um, yeah. I was like literally getting emotional like mm-hmm. at the, <laughs> the choice, what was on offer mm-hmm. at Costco, the size of the shit yeah. and the low price of the shit because, or especially just stuff that's not available in regular supermarkets here. Like, yeah. for example, just fucking normal ass white salami right white hungarian or whatever the hell it's called and this shit's from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just no no bells salami almost impossible to find here or if you is there like other salamis or like is it well i mean it's just not done uh, it's just the only thing that's available is like european bloody um imports but that shit is like super high end here and incredibly expensive Anyway, oh, I yeah, just it's... saw bulk salami at Costco and nearly fucking broke down into tears. Just like, finally, <laughs> this period of my life where I don't get to eat salami that much is coming to an end. And I uh, just, I'm just picturing you seeing it and like, you know, you get like the, the sound in your ear of like rummaging through the fucking deli bag to get that individual slice out of the fridge. Hell and it's yeah. just that scene from fucking Ratatouille. You're just like <laughs> going back to your childhood, raiding the salami bag tear in the eye mm. <laughs> so yeah i went nuts in there even um god damn just sticks of celery man i haven't had celery mm. in 
fucking forever. I was so oh, excited. Oh, yeah, man. If you, if you just want to go back to your white roots at any time over there, mm. the Costco's the fucking... Hell, yeah. This little time capsule of... Hell, yeah. It's white also the only place to get bagels. Uh, uh, oh, only the bagels there are great. Cheeses. Man, I've stocked up on fucking cheeses. Stocked up on home. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, over here, I didn't start going until Tiff, because uh, I'd go with Tiff with her membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she loves doing it because, like, she gets the taste of home from it for her as well because she's from Canada. Right. And it's sort of almost this thing of everybody can get, like, sort of emotionally tied to it because <laughs> it's the same everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cause she go like, cause she comes to the ones here, and she's like, "Oh, I miss Canada," cause you know, like they'd go there and you get the big ass fucking hot dogs in the uh, the food court and shit. Fucking oath, I got a hot dog. Yeah. So it's like, as long as you go to Costco, you can always get nostalgia for for a different Costco. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hear that? Um, get this. I I knew mm. that I spent a lot. I didn't realize how much I spent. <laughs> I got the receipt right here. Six hundred yeah. fucking Aussie dollars. That's how oh, mate. berserk I went in the shop. <laughs> mate, I've seen that number nearly hit a grand if you start stocking up on, like, if you do it a proper <laughs> stock up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, if we've got a party and you're also stocking up on shit, it's like, you can get your grog there, mm. you can get, like, all your cat litter stuff, like, for ages there, the particular brand of cat litter Tiff wanted was only there. Yeah. So it's like, if you're stocking up on just bulk everything, and then you mix in there, like, oh, okay, big-ass packet of fucking prawns for Christmas or something like that. Mm. You get pretty steep, but my favorite is going in there and just seeing um, people buying the entire seeming, like, stock for their fucking restaurant for the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that vibe too. I was like, there's <laughs> definitely restaurants buying their shit here. Oh, yeah, you just see, like, them buying a particular roll, but right. just every single one of them in the fucking store, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's selling it to you for four times as much. It's down the street. Ah, oh, because they've made the contents, man. Yeah. They've fucking... Oh, man, my favorite uh, little tip for that is, if you don't go to Asian groceries already, if you're living in Australia, fucking get on it, because yeah. any... Like, there's probably, like, I'd say a third of the places that... Uh, you're like ordering dumplings from or anything like that are buying from these places anyway. Right, 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 right. You go in there, they're exactly the same. You look at them and you're like, I could, this could have been at the restaurant I was at last night. You yeah. just buy one of those little fucking, uh, the bamboo steamers from the same place for like two bucks fifty and just do them yourself at home. It's, yeah. They're the easiest thing once you've got those steamers. Yeah, just and fucking... super cheap. Super cheap buying bulk dumplings. Absolutely. Yeah. It costs just, like, nothing. Just last Christmas when I was home was the first time I went to an Asian grocer um, Mm. because I wanted to make hot pot for my my family at home. And Mm -hmm. um, and Where was the Asian grocer you went to, though? Because wasn't it in fucking Ballarat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little, little, like, strip mall Ballarat place. And uh, from the outside, (laughs) it looked like a fucking, I don't know, a trap house. But um, (laughs) the, the shit I got there was really really good like veggies super fresh actually had the like asian crab that i wanted and uh mm. prices are hell yeah that's always the thing it's like i go in there for all the frozen shit usually and then of course you mix of uh just choosing random snacks yeah just where you're like all right 
I don't read any of these characters. I'm going to just have a stab at... I'm going to see if I can find something that's, like, chewy and sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just Man, to pack it alone. You're, you're brave getting snacks at a, an Asian grocer, because <laughs> there's some weird, <laughs> weird shit. Oh, that's it, though, man. You just... It's, you know... It's a lucky dip, even though you can see what all the options are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll just go, okay, this character looks like he's happy. He's a little panda thing. He looks kind of... Yeah, that's okay. I'll go for this. This looks sour and squishy. And then you crack it open. It's like, oh, sorry. These are uh, fucking crystallized prawn shards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the other thing? Like, a lot, of, like um, a lot of Asian desserts are just not that sweet. Like, ha- yeah, having not sweet and sweet also sugary desserts, kind of, yeah, not really their jam. What what is the go then? Like, is it like what's more common for Asian desserts then, or is it just not done at all? Wow, a lot of like, it's just more savory stuff, I guess. Like salty stuff, using like egg flavors a lot, like egg pudding or whatever the hell. But ah, okay, it, it, maybe dessert just isn't too popular in general. I suppose. Or, well, or, or you get this is something uh, that d- your fuel <laughs> should be sweet, but it's just not that sweet. You know. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel a bit of that. Like you get like taro shit, where it's yeah. like, yeah, it's a little bit sweet. Don't like... get me started on taro. I fucking yeah, I'm very anti-taro. <laughs> well, uh, just to clarify here, this is my Asian partner Tiff saying this, not myself. So that is the <laughs> little qualified to give a heads up. But she's like, never get Asian desserts. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you don't want like straight up. She goes, they're all bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, just like, yeah, don't yeah. worry. Like, we'll go get fucking gelato on the way home. It's like, that's the advantage of, right. you know, just being in a city that's got a bit of everything. It's like, you don't have to get dessert here just because we're here. Mm. <laughs> it's bad. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, going back to Costco, because this is on brand yeah, yeah, new yeah. pod. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you ever been one to stock up on a tremendous amount of crap just to save like five bucks a year? Um, There's a... Not intentionally, I think. I think it's more, there's a trade-off. Because, like, there's certain things where, yeah, of course we're going to always be using toilet paper, but it takes up too much room to be getting too much bulk, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, like, doing things like you get your, like, dishwashing tablets, that kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, it's going to take up, like, twice as much room, but it's, like, two cereal block sizes instead of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, anything that's compact enough, but you still need a lot of or, like, bulk of, will do it. But uh, half the time... Oh, actually, there is one other thing. You mentioned the bagels before. Mm-hmm. Those bagels are used in so many cafes across fucking Melbourne, at least, because they're just the best bagels to just have on hand, ready to go. Right. And they're also the best bagels to freeze. Mm. so you chuck them in the freezer because that's just what I'll do because they'll go off otherwise because yeah. <laughs> typical Costco one it's like did you try to get like uh, any of the donuts or muffins that are made there no I'm I'm shooting for keto right now so that was like the only Ugh. thing keeping my my fucking wallet in check was um, you half keep, the shit in you're keeping that quiet yeah well I'm a weekend keto yeah 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 I thought I'd wait, wait to see uh, some results before I start fucking shouting it from the rooftop. Oh, man. Uh, I've uh, got a new weight loss method that I should tell you about. It's pretty funny. What's that? So, uh, I was fucking around at work, and for some reason, as a joke, 
the comment that I dropped was that I would fight my boss. Uh, so it was just a joke that I'm like, you know, he's trying to work out. I'm trying to work out. I'm like, he, it just ended up being a thing where I've challenged him to a fight. Okay. And once that was the joke, I just kept leveling it on. Like once we were having a fight, I'm just throwing like fight smack talk at him. The rest of our meeting, just going on. But the problem is, he was more, growing more keen rather than just laughing at the joke. And so it ended up being, I'm like, fuck it, let's do it at the Christmas party. You and me, margaritas between each round. Jesus. <laughs> fucking fighting at the Christmas party. He goes, I'm not against this. So I'm now like half slash mostly locked into this idea. Which workplace is this? Uh, this is my RT workplace. Oh, oh. <laughs> so That's here's the good. thing though. You're like an uh, adult. <laughs> mm. Talking this kind of spank. Oh, for sure. This is, <laughs> but this is the problem. Uh, my boss used to, you know, compete in fighting comps for like kickboxing and various like martial arts and stuff like that right he's also like six eight and 115 kilos uh so i've really just <laughs> bitten off a bit more than i can chew yeah <laughs> but no you know me i can't just uh have a pessimistic approach to this if i am the underdog that means i am the most guaranteed winner that has ever been a guaranteed winner so my plan is now to use this as pretend spite to get fit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that I can... My whole plan is that I'm going to work really hard to work out to make a really cool montage of me training into shape. And then, like, at the end, like, actually being fit and ripped at the end. And then once I've done that, then I bail on the fight. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> still need to learn how to fight. <laughs> hey, man, I did jiu-jitsu for fucking all those years at uni and shit. Oh, fair true, fair true. Um, do you Plus, think, I got my ass kicked heaps back home. <laughs> do you think, like, uh, you joking about fighting this guy, like, it's obvious mm. to him and everyone involved, like, kind of recognizing that mm. you could probably beat your ass so you're not being serious? I reckon there's that, or I reckon that uh, there's an assumption, I think, on his end, that it would end up being, at worst, you know, those, like, um, inflatable boxing gloves or, like, uh, the fucking sumo suits or something like that. Right. I think he's assuming that even if it does happen, which it probably won't, it'll be in some sort of, you know, workplace-appropriate, like, get-up or gimmick or something like that. Dude, have you ever done the sumo suits? I've never done that. It looks fun as shit. No. I've not done those. They, like, fuck, they look good. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where it looks like you have to, like, rent them for a party. And I'm like, ah, I'm never... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm it's like, like if I rocked up, it's... For our Christmas party this year, you and me can fight uh-huh. in the sumo suits. What, are you going to be here? At Christmas? Oh, yeah, every Christmas, You'll be... bro. Fuck yeah. All right. We'll do that. <laughs> so we set it up, yes. show fight. Pay-per-view. Hell yeah. Patreon special. Fuck yeah. Mate, we just get all the money from streaming it to your workplace. That that place seems to be full of your biggest fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny, um, last time we did a Smash tournament in the office, uh-huh. uh, we're now like big enough that not everyone could fit in one room. So I set up a big screen yeah. in the second room and then streamed on Twitch just like through one wall <laughs> in office tour mate what did you tell me I could have fucking watched yeah I, I was thinking about it but it was like 
chuck it up on the socials. I, I, yeah, I like... <laughs> I'll spend it through the podcast. We'll fucking get well, it around. I guess I, it was a public stream. You could have found it, Jezza. No, but um, I... Well, with I like you having not told me jokes, what it was. Like, that I just don't think would land outside of the company. But anyway, I did, did, did stream it over. And the funniest thing was like, there was a two or three second delay. And we were getting very, very into Smash Bros. So you'd like have, you know, clutch, As you do. clutch edge guard kills. Room one would just explode. And then like three seconds later, you just hear <laughs> from the other room as well. <laughs> so <everyone went> ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That reminds me of when we used to do that back at, uh, whatever the house was where we all had our desks in the massive room. Mansfield, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mansfield Ave. And we were there just all playing Binding of Isaac while streaming Binding of Isaac. <laughs> so that we're all sitting there with like yeah. one screen playing it and another screen of like four other screens of other guns yeah, playing the same fucking game in the same room. It's oh like... my god. That is fucking hilarious. Four people playing a single player game together. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. You definitely sell your workplace, though, as a a place to hang out. Yeah, well, I like to think that uh, we put a lot of time and energy into maintaining, like, a good work culture. I know that sounds so wanky, and, and oh, I, yeah, I man, am I wasn't, suspect of places... I thought I was in your pace meeting. Yeah, yeah. I'm so suspect of places where they talk about, you know, like, oh, we're such a great place to work, and... Um, Works like family. Yeah, and all it that sounds kind of like shit. it sounds like someone's selling right. you on working there more than just the job opportunity is. That's it. That's it. It feels like someone's going, yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's great here. You should definitely. Come. It's like you yeah, sound. It definitely doesn't suck. Like I've heard this in shit <laughs> yeah. workplaces plenty of times. Person, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you I mean like where IBM gestures we, towards we, an old fucking ping pong table, fucking ping pong table. Mm. Well, we just had... Um, yeah, we're fun here. Dude, every year uh, in mm. July, so it was just one or two weeks ago, um, we have Founders Day, which is like the company's birthday, and a little bit just a reason mm. to like pat ourselves on the back every year for having a company that's still alive. And um, <laughs> Fucking optimistic tune. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> dude, that startup reality is 90% or more fail. So, you know, we, we oh, like, like celebrating the, the, where the fucking, the 10%. That we didn't. Right, right, right. And, yeah. um, and we rented a, a big ass boat because that's pretty affordable in Taipei and lots of rivers and shit like that. We rented sure. a boat. It was like 2,500 Aussie, I think, for the afternoon, which I thought, you know, for almost 50 people, um, cause we invited yeah. a bunch of YouTubers and shit to come with, um, Super affordable, yes. but get this, they fucking stung us, Jezza. We got stung oh. on the catering. Like, it was like twice the price of the boat. Catering was like... Oh. Yeah. And they were just... Thousands was it just like a check... Just like a checkbox type deal where it's like, hey, you want well, to cater? Well, I don't know. Everyone in the office has theories about how, how we blew out the, uh, the boat party expenses. Um, mm-hmm. Someone was saying like, we we were haggling on them, uh, haggling with them over the price of the boat, and saved mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks. And we think that that haggling, then they're just like cranked up the price of the food as a fuck you. 
So, yeah, anyway. Maybe... Can uh, you do... <laughs> maybe we're reading the fine print next All right. Yeah. And yeah, then, probably, because I just don't understand how you do that. No. And, um... I mean, <laughs> at least the food was good. The food was good. But they also were fucking us around on drinks. Like, we could choose between two yeah. packages. Um, one was like a thousand Aussie dollars to have beer. And, uh-huh. and the other one was 500 Aussie for, um, just soda, like soft drinks and shit. 500 bucks. What the fuck? Uh, okay. And they're like, they, you must choose like... one of these. You should have got a different boat, man. This sounds fucking like yeah. the only thing that you've managed to do is pick a boat big enough. Everything else has fucked you over. Right, right. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a pretty fun, pretty fun day, and it, pretty hardcore day drinking, which is like, you know, whatever. Always, oh, yeah, always a good time having Instagram. a day drink, and anytime you're on a boat, All the other, it's also it's... a good time. Yeah, man. I definitely saw a couple of pictures from people in your workplaces' Instagrams that are just you slumped over the front of a boat in a captain's hat. Yeah, well, I was still, uh, I was in good, comfortably shape slumped. Boat. Comfortably slumped, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. spewing. Well, by the end of the night, I was slumped for sure. Because we went to a, a bar after, and um, yeah, yeah. I had my girlfriend come meet me. And I reckon I lasted probably 60 minutes at the bar, and then had to get carried into a taxi. <laughs> I was <fucking laughs> out. I was out. And uh, I woke well, up. Well, if and- it was your typical fashion, your top half was out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw some video For of those who don't know, this man's got fucking sentient legs. Yeah. Because it'll keep him upright long after the top half is unconscious <laughs> from my fucking study of the beast. <laughs> yeah. You get this? Um, I went to the, the same bar last night, right? Uh, yeah, yep. was The after party from the boat was at. And I saw the, the manager. I know the guy there or the owner or whatever. Yeah. And I said, oh, hmm. hey, um, did I see you the other night? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> we had a whole conversation, and I was like, "Oh, well, I don't remember that at all." And um, he said, "Do you remember your colleagues trying to get you into a cab?" And look over here on the wall, and there's like part of the walls being like torn off a little bit. And he's like, "You would you just grabbed onto the wall and didn't want to be put in the cab, <laughs> so I just clamped on and had to be like pulled off the building." <laughs> Oh damn! And then just like yeah, yeah, nothing. Pretty much. And it's like when, uh, I, and I, I think when I you are that like passed out, off. you're the equivalent of when a Roomba goes over a dog shit and fucking just <laughs> yeah. smears it through the apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's that's your legs on autopilot. It's just like I need to go to the bathroom, and I'm just like fucking pulling a china shop watching as this pool noodle on a fucking swivel mm. is just knocking everything over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, and and there's another funny video that came out of it too, where I'm like, oh, I guess that happened. Is um, my buddy egging me on to drink a jug of beer, like chug mm-hmm. it. And I said to him the next day, I'm like, can you not stir me up so much when I'm on the sauce? You know, like don't don't just <laughs> don't just throw out little challenges or like little comments about like yeah, it's, it's the Australian that. deficiency. I'm good at like. Yeah. What are you doing? I've drank gravy vats. I've mentioned it on this show before right. just because someone's like, 
I'll do it and I'll give you a can of Coke. Wasn't worth the Coke because the whole fucking can is just washing the gravy out of your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel... But I'll do it. If you're really good buddies with someone, you look out for them in that you won't challenge them to too stupid of shit, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes they're just going to accept. Yeah. And that's what I did with that jug of beer. And it was lights out after that. (laughs) It's... I'm one of those people, like, walking home from somewhere. If someone just points at something and goes, Oi, you should... And then says it... It's very hard for me to turn down that challenge if it's yeah. something doable. Right. And, yeah, the skull of the beer is usually the easiest one. Yeah. Or worse, when someone just is doing, like, uh, do you get this if you're drinking with, like, your missus or something, and she'll just, like, put down some sort of, like, sugary drink she wasn't that into and just gives you the, can you just finish that? Because you don't have to throw it out. You don't have to waste the money. And then you just go, oh, I'll get rid of that. And just, whoop. You just polish the half off and then forgetting that, oh, that was mostly gin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except... Because those are the ones that people don't notice. Because it's like, yeah, you're not challenging someone to chug the beer, but it's just... Right. Those little, like, oh, can you just finish this off for me? Or like, oh, we're going to head to the next place. Can you just finish these? Mm. It's so like, yeah, You I also can, get the mixing... It's going to add up. The, the mixing alcohol's effect, you know. I feel like... Well, yeah, because in your drunk mind, you're like, I only walked up and bought beers for myself. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was also funny after winching about that expensive fucking catering did not mm-hmm. eat that much of it and also I think that contributed to me having a rough evening <laughs> I paid too much for food you didn't eat yeah. that then made you sick right right, right. <laughs> and yeah, most of it was just BYO booze and the, the other funny thing... So is, far, all you've got on this trip is it was on a boat. Yeah, well... And that's all you've yeah. nailed. <laughs> that, you could have had this on land for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, it's all about the boat, man. You know, when you're on the water, that's freedom. Mate, I would have... Mate, for two and a half grand, I'll build you a fucking barge. Like, <laughs> I'll go down to Bunnings and just fucking build something for you. Yeah. I'll have a better time. You'll be only two feet away from the shore because I'll just hitch us up to the edge. Mm. <laughs> or better yet, I'm sure your old, old man will just have an outboard spare. We'll just slap on together. Yeah, if he doesn't have one, <clears throat> he'll know where to find it. Oh, he just, uh, you know, rip a V8 out or something, bolt it onto the back. and oh, <laughs> just. <laughs> I'm just picturing him with, like, a single, like, plank of timber yeah. as the propeller. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got that hanging out the back, but he's still got the gear stick because he's like, you know, mm. he's not hooking the engine up without being able to change gears in the raft. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember when we were little, he made um, a little petrol scooter using a fucking whippersnipper motor. And it was so funny because oh, yeah. I, think, I think the scooter was like made from scratch. I, I remember it being, you know, like metal just welded together right oh for sure yeah yeah yeah. and, and it, is, it it had like a little um you know a lead that went to the the handle for you to pull pull the um whatever the trigger to make yeah. the engine uh, activate and drive um but the cable he had to connect the the um the handlebars to the goddamn engine the cable mm. was really short and instead of going to like Bunnings or whatever and getting a longer cable, 
He just made the scooter handlebars really, really fucking short. It was like <laughs> 50 centimeters <laughs> off the ground or whatever. So you're going along and you're basically so it's built like the uh, so he's built it like one of those ones that the cunts would put real low to do like six scooter tricks. Except you can't fucking do that because if you try to spin right. the back end out, it's just going to, what, sling petrol at everybody and then snap his incredibly short cable. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I also remember it it's being like- very long. So it was like longer than it was tall. <laughs> and probably if it wasn't so fucking long, there would be enough it's probably meant to, to be- make the handlebars high enough. It's probably meant to be recumbent. Yeah. Put me to lay down on the fucking thing. <laughs> it, it, it was scary, though. Like, I think we got it up to 60 or 70 or something in a residential street. It fucking went. And, um, uh, and just dangerous. As any well. of those, <laughs> any of those home construct things, as soon as you put a fucking engine on it. Hell yeah. It, it's just this extra level of dangerous that dads don't seem to mind. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah, you got that. We had, uh, just when we got our hands on, like, an operational posty bike that uh, Dad's mate had put bigger wheels on. Okay. So we'd, like, taken off some of the housing of it uh-huh. so that, like, tires would fit. And it was just that, like, you know, going from, like, little scooter tires to, like, a BMX bike-sized tire. Right. Just, like, that middle one, but not quite the full size of, like, a full bike tire. And... The only place we were using this was just on the little dirt tracks to the campsites along the Murray River. Yeah. So was it, was it even practical? up and down. Did it, uh, did it drive well? I mean, did swapping out these wheels, was that a good well, idea? It made it go faster. Oh, fair enough. Bigger wheels, spinning. Yeah. yeah but, uh, and also gave it like that little bit of like, because it had the slightly bigger tires rather than the tiny little scooter ones. It's almost it had a little bit of suspension to it. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, like, when you're hitting tree logs and things like that, you're immediately just going to get flown over the front. Mm. Oh, but that thing fucked me up anyway because Dad's mate who'd brought it with him, he brought his two kids, and one of them was... I would have been about 14 at the time. This kid's, like, nine. I am flying down the track, and as I'm coming back like along the campsite. Cause normally what we do, uh, the campsite was sort of like halfway along this track. So like you'd go down one end and then you'd fly all the way past the campsite, all the way back to the other end. And then you'd come back again and let someone else have a turn. But as I'm going to do the fly through, this kid just jumps out in front of me and goes, it's my turn and puts his hands out. <laughs> you flatten him. And no, uh, turns out one thing that was working very well on the scooter was the front brakes. Oh, classic. Yeah. So I've just slammed both handles down to brake because yeah. this thing was just like, didn't have gears or anything. It was literally just a fucking go stop little scooter. Slammed both on. The front ones decide to kick in. I've just flipped. Sars service hit. And yeah, arse hit. And then just flat on my back Ooh. onto like a tree root. You know, like those tracks around the Murray and that there. It's just like... Dirt with tree roots, making it right. fucking textured, and that's it. Right, right. Pretty, pretty Slam down, shit. knocks the fucking wind out of me. I'm looking at this like kid who's like a couple years younger than me, but I'm, I'm young enough and angry enough to be like, I could, yeah. I'm like, I could just, but nah. Too many parents around, and I'm also incredibly winded. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What you say? You're just hit- dude. Imagine that happening yeah. now at 31, 32. That, you'd fucking oh, never dude, recover. I'd, 
No. That would be the story of why I walk funny. Yeah. Like, it would just be a locked-in part of my character now. Right. Like, Hunchback would just be added to my bio, and that would be it forever. Man. But yeah, I managed to get up. In fact, actually, it's kind of weird, because I've got, like, a knot in between my back right now. Yeah. And thinking about that... Nah, just thinking about that image is like... I do kind of want that. I would love a tree root to just smack right in between my shoulder blades. Yeah, dude, mine's right. mine sorted out. Um, it's so, you, yeah, I'm like, actually, you, you know what? My back funny. is fucked. I might fix this. Dude, I'm that fucking yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm walking funny now. And I probably oh. will forever. Because uh, I mentioned that uh, that boat thing was Founders Day, right? Just us fucking yeah, patting yeah. ourselves on the back. Well, last mm-hmm. year, uh, we did laser tag. And I fucking stepped down on my foot and it twisted 90 degrees inwards right twisted yeah another the, one yeah in, inside yeah, yeah. my leg and fibula just fucking exploded <laughs> and uh it was funny I mean funny <gasps> recently because my colleagues were like oh what are you gonna break this year and what are you gonna break on the boat and someone suggested I wear a fucking life jacket I'm like I'm definitely the best swimmer here Probably, but um, I still fucking yeah. look weird, man. I, goddamn. You should have rocked up in like. You should have just grabbed one of those like uh, the moon boots. Well, just I, rocked I, up in it preemptively. <laughs> I still got my moon boot. I could have worn it. You should have just chucked it back on for the party. Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! It's all right, guys. I've come prepared this year. That that, oh, bro- that bone break I- is so rough though, and the the orthopedic side, the the doc was just like, yeah, that'll probably never recover because uh, not a kid anymore, and the shit's all done growing, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's not very. <laughs> Can you give me some hope here, doc? You know. Uh, <laughs> it's still attached, and then he just walks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> I think I was walking on it too too early, like before it fully healed, because um yeah the. The doctor didn't speak English, and my Chinese is pretty bad. So I had my girlfriend come with me, and mm-hmm. um, and the doctor, you know, he was telling me what was up for like three or four minutes, and I understood about twenty percent. I was mm-hmm. just like something about you know exercise or whatever. Yeah. And then I asked my missus, I was like, "So you know, what's the deal?" She's just like, "He he said just don't walk on it." I'm like, "He's been talking for fucking four minutes." <laughs> <laughs> Like, is there some nuance to just don't walk on it? Yeah. And um, and that happened like twice. He was actually saying you'll never walk again. <laughs> yeah. Well, she told me that. She told me that like three, uh, three or four months later. I was like, oh damn, isn't this weird? Like, my foot still isn't recovered. She's like, oh, the doctor said it'll it'll probably never recover. <laughs> I was like, you didn't mention that so, to me. So it's not like ever. she was just like. I, I, this is now the first scenario I pictured was that she just not wasn't paying attention, just like, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he said, "Don't work on it." Like either that, but it's worse because she listened to it, took it all in, and thought, "This is all you need to know." Right, right. <laughs> um, but she's retained it all to just trickle out later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little little secrets three to six months after their fucking the yeah. event. But oh, your doctor said actually you shouldn't drink that much because it'll make your foot fall off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but I must say that was oh, a bit of a rough experience. I don't I hate being in that situation. Like, 
any any kind of medical <clears throat> oh, yeah. shit where language is a barrier and I don't have like full agency, you know, over my own body and mm. crap or like know what's going on. And I'll give you a little teaser, Jezza, because, you know, I like mm-hmm. giving you a teaser so I get back on the potty in the future. Um, yeah. I'm currently uh, a member in a in a civil lawsuit. So I'm fucking around Ooh. in the courts. Can't go into any details yet. The shit's not settled. Are you representing yourself? That's a very key element yes. to this podcast. Yes. Self. Yes. Here we go. Well, oh, no, no, no. We have lawyers. You duh. <laughs> I don't even know like, the defendant or whatever. Um, no, I meant like... No, I'm yeah. not representing myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And especially because it's all Taiwanese, so... I agree. It would have been the dumbest move in the world, but no. I would have respected it, is all I'm saying. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm getting like... The chills just thinking just, about how awkward it would be to um Oh just you getting up there talk to you, the you fucking you stand up and the first thing you say is good morning incorrectly. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just fucked from there. <laughs> right. What was my point? Oh, but uh the the court case is kinda like, oh we've been in mediation. Mm-hmm. Um feels like the the same shit like as the at the doctor. Like the teams of lawyers are chatting at uh, chatting at each other. In Chinese, mm-hmm. sometimes it gets pretty heated, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and the parties on both sides is all foreigner people, right? And mm-hmm. um, so we're kind of like, I only know a bit of what's going on, because again, probably mm-hmm. understand about 20% of that pretty high-level shit. <laughs> and the translator, the court the court um, assigned a translator to the room, right? Yep. I guess. But he's got to translate like six people yeah, but at once. He, he just didn't try. I mean, he just didn't. He probably translated like, I don't know, <laughs> 200 words in probably 60 minutes. Like, that dude was so just showing up for a check and doing nothing. <laughs> Fucking nothing. But I, I suppose he was there on hand if you went, what did that mean? Oh, but yeah. I still, guess. that's not what you want to translate to do. I guess. Anyway, I think I could have done his job. <laughs> Not that much happening. Anyway, um, yeah, it feels bad when you don't don't quite have full agency like that. And I will yeah. one day tell you the story of this case because it's a bit of a juicer. A bit of a juicer. Ooh. I've never been Very nice. sued before. We'll leave it that. Yeah. We'll leave that tucked away nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I think I might. Anyway, later. We're not talking about this tonight. Uh, but... The thing I wanted to get you on for is that, uh, in particular, not that I don't want to have you on all the time. L.A., baby. L.A., because you have done something that I would consider, like, particularly back (laughs) as a child, Uh being the ultimate goal of the lower classes. Yeah. The ultimate thing of, like, damn, you've had to fucking pull that out. You went to Disneyland on the company dollar, my friend. And that's, like... That that is a goal of the impoverished worker from all over the world. Lots, everybody loves Disney. Everybody's like Disneyland's this fucking pinnacle thing where you go, yeah, that's the big expensive holiday destination. Because especially in Australia, because it means you've had to fly. Yeah. Like, there's no Disneyland here. It means you had to go international. Like, I'm sure it's less of a deal now. Maybe there's more options people have more of the internet you can see more things but like when you're just getting the stuff on TV it's like the, the, the euphemism for 
you're going on the biggest holiday you can go on is Disney. Hell yeah, it is. Um, yeah, well, now, first how of all, did you wrangle this? First of all, I want you to edit in some cheering and some applause after you say <laughs> oh, <good>. that I <laughs> achieved Disney yeah. company dollar. Um, oh, of course. How did we achieve it? Well, I mean, step one. I'm gonna have like Disney, like the the celebratory music that they always <laughs> play for a bit, playing for just long enough that I don't have to pay for it. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, they've got enough cash. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's all all well and good, but we did have to grow a company. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but what it's was not the, the complete ideal situation where you've right. got a job and you randomly get sent to Disney. Hell yeah, this was a, a work-decided trip tacked onto an extra thing, but I'm still counting it. Right. Yeah, so what, what were we doing? What was our justification? Um actually kind of funny because I shirked my responsibilities that day um, <laughs> yeah but we we being my company Creator DB we took three Taiwanese creators and two Koreans over to uh, YouTube YouTube people right to mm-hmm. Los Angeles and had a few of my colleagues with me like maybe four or five in total and there was also mm-hmm. one who lives in LA so she hung out for the whole like two weeks we were there anyway nice. it was just like a bit of a uh, oh, we were there for VidCon, right? VidCon Anaheim. So, yeah, big YouTube convention. Yep, yep, yep. And I was there just to hustle work, right? But we brought them along just to make videos, perhaps to catch a bit of exposure. Um, mm-hmm. And also, they all came to like us. And also, you've got to actually look like you're fit again. Because right. if you're not at VidCon making random fucking self-facing camera fucking content, yeah. you're going to stand out more than anything else. Right, right, right. This so, person's not um, filming or chasing someone filming. What the fuck are they doing? Are they a it. bomber? Like, <laughs> that's it. And where, where VidCon is, like Disneyland is across the road. And uh, we were living in like big Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't know, 10 minutes drive from both of those places. So, so you can just see the castle on the fucking horizon. Pretty much, pretty much. And, um, cause well, for one, it's extremely flat. Well, I guess Melbourne's probably the same too. Just sprawling fucking one story building suburb forever. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So after VidCon, which was pretty good. VidCon highlight was definitely, uh, (laughs) I took a break from Mm. the, the upstairs business bullshit. Went down on like the public floor where they have all the games and freebies and giveaways and crap like that. And they had a Mario Kart set up and uh, I was with one of my colleagues and she goes, oh, do you want to play Mario Kart? I was like, yeah, I'll fucking, we'll have a quick kart. So two of us lined up, but it's four player stations, right? So like the the attendant was like, oh, is anyone a two? And I was like, yeah, we're we're, we're two people. So she she brought us to the front of the line because everyone else was like a regular amount or whatever people. And we get paired up with this, like, dad and some kid who's probably, like, eight years old. And the dad looks oh, yeah. 50 or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm about to ruin this kid's day. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, locked in Donkey Kong, <laughs> just swept in straight sets. Douche, 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 douche. performance. Yep. Fucking flawless runs in Mario Kart. Oh, and, scooting um, those lines perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Hitting your apex angles. And uh, the kidney's dad sent them packing. <laughs> <And> my, <laughs> my colleague was like, 
shouldn't you have like let that kid win? <laughs> and no. You know I said I was like, no. I was like, I, I'm giving him something to aspire to. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I got my ass whooped in games. You know, 20 years yeah. ago, and you, you got to dust yourself off. You know, like I remember get I remember losing to Street Fighter games to people who refused to teach me the moves. Right, right. It's just like, yeah, man, we don't have a game book. I had to fucking learn it from somewhere. Figure it out. And you're yeah. just like, oh fucking hell, just sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck, how like trying to watch someone else's thumbs mm. as they're throwing Hadoukens out, and then trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, dude, I still I, can't honestly, do like, Hadouken to save my life. Um, but I know Jesse. I've like, managed you got to get that game. Now. You know. Those yes, kids not teaching you that shit. You, you had to exactly. It's 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 again. Spite is a great motivator, whether it's right. real or just like you bake it up. It is a great motivator, and that kid just got wrecked. Yeah, but and that's the good thing about Mario Kart in particular. It's a very fun and enjoyable game, regardless. Like it's great. You want to play it, mm. oh, so that's not the thing. Time. You don't need to. Yeah, exactly. But like you, it, the, this kid doesn't need to beat you to be enticed into playing Mario Kart. It's appealing on its own. Mm. What he does need is to get absolutely fucking wrecked yeah. so that he knows that he has to get better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, it is one of my favorite things. My little brother sends it to me all the time of just parents in America playing basketball with their kids with those little like, small hoops. And the kid's just going up. They like get a good shot. Again, and just dad's swatting the <laughs> fuck out of those shots and just caning the kids. Sometimes they cry and shit, and I'm yeah. like, that's a bit far, but it's making it even funnier. There's just something about a parent spiking the shit out of their kid's ball and yeah. just going, yeah, get wrecked, my kid, that I just love. Mm. It's well, <laughs> it's so unnecessary. If I had kids, and I don't, um, <laughs> I feel like you... you you shouldn't go easy on kids, you know? And one day they will Not better Not for anything you. like that. And I feel like yeah. the day that they get better than you at something and you haven't, like, fucked them around and just given them freebies and shit, that's like a big moment, you know? The big it passing is. of the torch, so to speak. Like, and, I don't know if this is a great example, but do you remember the sort of age where you're like, yeah, I could out-wrestle Dad now? Well, dude, that's what I was going to mention. Like... Yeah. Um, my father and I, we don't have that many like hobbies and shit in common. So mm-hmm. I'll never be as good as a, di- a, a, as a diesel mechanic as him or whatever. And he, he's <laughs> yeah. never going to play I'm not racing game. dad on the Harley uh, anytime right. soon down the freeway. Right, 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 right. I and I could put a gun to his head and he still would not play a game, right? But um, <laughs> I do remember in my early 20s or something, he's like, I'm pretty sure you could beat my ass now. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Because I'm taller than him and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you I, tower I remember how proud I felt at that moment. I was like, yeah, finally could probably take on Dad. I don't know. He's got fucking farmer strength, so you've got to watch out for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is funny looking at like you and your old man. Like, yeah. I've got a similar dynamic. Dad comes up to about, uh, yeah, probably chest height. Mm. Yeah. He's yeah. probably eye to eye with my nipples, My, <laughs> as I love to point out to him. <laughs> Yeah, my my mother's family's super tall, but um, my dad not so much. So, us kids are all like freakishly taller than him. Well, the thing is, your parents were separated like when I met you. Mm. Uh, so, I for th- it's that thing of like I've never pictured them in my mind together as a couple. Bro, but yeah, she really they were does tower over the old I man. I met them, so 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, <laughs> exactly. But it was just like you know, even if you. It, you just never put it in my mind as like, yeah, these two people together, picture them in your mind, like just mm. standing side by side even. Right, right <laughs> I'm just right, like, right, oh, right. yeah, damn. No, they're an old couple. You into Hobbits or something, man? What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the, um, you know, the one to ten scale of attractiveness, whatever. I'm sure that has a name. Yeah. I feel like being in another country, you like automatically get plus one or two points. Um, especially if you've got, if mm-hmm. you've got an accent that's a bit swoony. And... Mm-hmm. people rip on the Aussie accent, but man, it's pretty well received. And I think that's what my old man did. Yeah. Went, went to the States. It's, it's relatable, we've found. We right. were like, me and a mate were talking about like, you know, professional sports players and things around the world because we were watching the cricket the other night. You look at like sports players from other parts of the world, they are revered. Mm. Like there's some like Ingrid, Indian cricket players where it's like they're, yeah, uh, hell yeah. Sergeant Telduka, I definitely pronounced that wrong, but like my mate was saying last night that uh, Tanduka was voted the third highest, most influential Indian person in the last, like, I think it was a hundred years or whatever. Like, Jesus. he came under like Gandhian Mother Teresa yeah. and then this fucking batsman. And it's just like, yeah, that's the standard they're left at. People are like, you couldn't imagine walking up and just seeing LeBron James at your supermarket. But when it comes to Australian uh, players, it seems to be that like they're more, they feel more working class. They feel more right. like approachable. Yeah. Like I could see Brett Lee at fucking IGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wouldn't be that. It'd be like cool, noticeable. Like I'm not a mad cricket fan, but you'd still go, I'd still recognize it. Go, oh, it's Brett Lee. Mm. Like just at the IGA, like that's interesting, but it wouldn't be that shocking. Yeah, I wouldn't be looking around to be like, "Where's all the security?" You know that kind of thing. Like, if I could Taylor Swift topped into a shop, and then you'd realize that you're in, just like they've completely locked the building down while she looks for some fucking carrots. Yeah, I hear, I hear that, but I think that's a big part of our culture, right? Like, not yeah, not not put people up on too much of a pedestal. Um, yeah, the whole tall poppy thing right. brings us all down to a certain level where yeah. I think we're just seen as very approachable. Oh, for sure. Maybe not sure. liked, but always approachable. Yeah. Um, yeah, the tall poppy thing's interesting. I, I, I still can't decide if I like it or not, you know? Because there's huge pros, I think, but also some mm. cons. The, the pros is I feel like, uh, you know, if people, well, literally, yeah, if they grow too tall, you know, someone's telling two grand of fucking tales or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... or we will naturally around as one. too much, you know, in the room. Someone's going to fucking <laughs> attack him, bring him down yeah. back, back to the level. So I think that's... And not necessarily like attack physically, thing. but it's just, yeah, you drop that... Car- you just need to go, oi, mate. Yeah. Your fly's down. Something. <laughs> just, you, you, just need to break that little, like... I'm going to... Sorry, man. I've got to let you go now. Like, right. just uh, touch a little something. Knock right. him down a peg. It's instinctual. And I think it... Uh, I think you're right. It is good for doing that. But I think it all comes from who is putting the poppy up. You know what I mean? Mm. If you are being a tall poppy and you're like, you are the one making yourself seem bigger than everybody else, then sure, it works. Because that kind of person who thinks they're better than everybody else definitely needs to be brought back down. But uh, if every if other people are putting you up there, then it's I think it's sort of all right. 
Yeah. Like I, you look at someone I, like I Shane. So. I'm, I don't know why I'm on a cricket thing, but like Shane Warne, for example. Yeah. He thinks he's cock of the fucking walk. Right, right. Because everyone is always was always telling him that he was. Yeah. Because he kind of was. So everybody else sort of put him up there and then he just was up there. Like it, it's sort of that weird, like we'll let, we'll let it go if mm. there's a good enough justification. Dude, if you're good I, enough at something, we'll let it ride. I didn't know this until Warney's death. Um, mm. That motherfucker is a saint in India as well. Like, a saint. He, he ran programs as in, that was like, get kids food using cricket money in yeah. India. Is he like, a properly like, they've anointed him type thing? or No, I just mean... Just like, or just revered at that level. Hold him to like, such a ridiculously love. high standard. Or not high standard, but like, hold him in High regard. Yeah, 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 high regard, yeah. There's a couple of people like that. Like, I remember I saw a clip not that long ago, like, just where people are blown away by the degree that people are loved in other countries. Mm. Uh, it was LeBron James saying, like, I thought I was popular until I went to China with Kobe. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he went over there and Kobe Bryant walking out onto a balcony, like, he's fucking... Stalin. <laughs> yeah. <Got> the- <laughs> There's millions of people just... Well, maybe not millions, but thousands of people have just... You can't see the street anymore. There's like four lanes of traffic that have just disappeared under this crowd of people to see Kobe Bryant. And you're just like, yeah, damn, that's fucking... But, like, can you picture that for an Australian player? Well, I guess you just said maybe Warney in India. But, like, there's still an approachableness to it, to the whole thing, where it's Mm. like it doesn't feel like... He's doing this because, oh, now he's a big, wealthy man living in the mansion, blah, blah, blah. It feels more like he's doing it because he's like, yeah, nah, let's, let's get that sorted, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> like someone's come to him an idea of like, hey, man, you want to come fix some wells or something or do that? He's like, nah, let's fucking go up a bit on that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the other day, um, I was at a uh, trade show, I guess, like a technologies mm-hmm. trade show. And I saw this giant crowd of people going fucking nuts. Uh, okay. And I say giant crowd. It wasn't like warning crowd. No, yeah, yeah. But, but still like uh, One of those people. crowds where it's like something's going on and right. I can't see what's in the middle. Right, right, right. Are there. And um, yep, yep, yep. anyway, I fucking get a bit closer and I'm a head taller than mm-hmm. everyone. So eventually worked it out. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like the CEO of NVIDIA who's a Taiwanese guy, Jensen Huang is his name, who I didn't uh-huh. know him from a fucking bar of soap. I just, who the hell knows who the CEO of NVIDIA is, right? Some people, I guess, but I never yes. People who prefer to write very targeted letters. Right, right, right. And anyway, N- <laughs> NVIDIA this year just fucking popped off, like 5X, mm-hmm. riding the AI bullshit, whatever. So this mm-hmm. dude's worth like $200 billion. And... um and he's a tech yeah. guy, and he's at the tech trade show. So there was, like, yeah. swarms, fucking zombie hordes of nerds trying to, like, touch him or, <laughs> like, whatever. Oh, get, really? Get close for a selfie. Dude, he was, he was fucking Robert Downey Jr. Like, that day. Um, That's insane to me. Because I thought you were yeah. going to say that, like, he was mud wrestling for fun and everyone was blown away that some man worth $200 billion. Oh, no, 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 no. So, no, they're just flocking because he was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck it out. And Who the I, fuck I was is just that thinking into, like, like uh, graphics cards? Yeah. He, he's fucking serious. Yeah. 
be nerds about the stuff that you play with the graphics cards, sure. Right. But for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, I agree. But I think... Yeah, I don't I'm know. a fan he's, of he's input devices. On the island right now, that dude. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. And definitely the wealthiest person I've ever seen. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come close to that. Ooh, that is an interesting thing. I'd have to have a think about that. Yeah. I reckon that's another thing. I'll just see what people reckon. I'll see what I'll come up with. But yeah, who's that wealthiest person I've ever seen? Um, mm. That's not In like a show or something, you know? Because you've probably seen some no, no, no. I'm talking, singers or whatever. I'm- I'm talking like uh, in person, like in right, the flesh. Right. right. I'm trying to think of what I've seen at a show, though, because I've seen John Cleese, but I know he's notoriously poor from having to pay former wives and things. <laughs> really? Or at least that's or at least that's what he's always complaining about. And it's like, yeah. all right, mate, calm down. I think he's probably doing all right. <laughs> this, wasn't, this wasn't the stuff that we were finding funny, mate. Do go back to the... Uh, <clears throat> go back to nonsense. I don't want to hear about your wife. Mm. Uh uh, I think only I, I saw Penn and Teller. Oh yeah, and I think with they, their residency they, they would in Vegas and all that kind of stuff, they'd be banked up if they wanted to be kind of thing. Oh like, no, they they would be for sure because I think they have a semi permanent show in Vegas. So yeah, they've got the residency there. I think the room is named after is them. Money. Yeah, like and they just how often they fucking perform there as well. Like all right. of those shows, especially if they own that venue, would just be paying out. But with, like, those big magic acts or whatever, I'm not too sure how much they have to reinvest immediately, you know? Reinvest into what? New tricks, new props, oh, no, new things they've got to build, all Straight that kind of stage show stuff. Yeah. I just mean that's got to come from somewhere, but... Mm. I think like, well, once you're at the Vegas level, you're, you're done. That's like tenure for a college yeah. professor, you know? Well, I think for them, they've got just like a couple dudes. Because I know I've seen them doing chatting about certain things where it's like, yeah, yeah, we get our dude who makes our shit. Mm. So they've just got a dude who they just take an idea to and he's just on a retainer or something, I assume. Right. And he's just like, yeah, I work for them. When they want something, I make it. That'd be a cool, like, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to drift if I keep fucking going. But yeah. we've completely missed the whole... <laughs> the Disneyland thing. <laughs> going to Disneyland. Well, I'll bring man, it back. I'm sure... We'll before, bring it back because I want to talk about. I did a night in Vegas, man, I... and Ooh. I did did not leave the cast. <laughs> we we went all the way to <laughs> Vegas just to spend a night in a casino, which we just could have done in LA. But um... of course, but it's different in Vegas. No, nah, we'll do that next time. We'll do another one like soon, so we don't forget these things. Like maybe during the week or something. Right, but right. Uh, we'll wrap it up there because I think the boys are waiting for us. They are. They are for sure. <laughs> Uh, thanks very much for listening guys we'll do this as like a part two we'll talk to Mobes again very very soon but thank you guys very much for listening as usual with the episode we just like to plug uh, foodbank.org.au and moneysmart.gov.au I believe are the two websites I keep forgetting to be double checking these I will edit them in if I need to but uh, if you are in need of assistance and uh, at these times at the moment please check out those sites and uh yeah, get yourself some help on the end. But other than that, thanks very much for coming on the app, Mib. Bye, everybody. Thanks very much, guys. Catch you next time. Peace. Always a pleasure, Jezza. Bye.